You're listening to the Faith on Fire podcast, the pod where faith and financial independence intersect. I'm your host, Simone Brumel, here to share financial coaching and education through a biblical money mindset. Follow me on my path to financial independence, and I'll give you tips on how to navigate yours. Money is a tool, so learn how to use it wisely. Hello, listeners. Thank you for everyone who is tuning in, whether this is your first time listening or you've been with us since season one. This is season two of the podcast, and I'm so happy to have made it to two and to be able to to look back on the episodes from last year. Um, Super thankful to be in 2021 and to have made it this far. Didn't expect to start my podcast in a pandemic, but it offered its challenges as well as its successes. And I'm grateful for everyone who who listened last season. And I'm really excited to be able to continue doing this and, and share information with those who are listening. So first and foremost, Happy New Year. Blessings to your family. Thank God that you are alive and here and able to tell the stories of what you, you've been through in 2020 and to learn from that and be in 2021. So this being the first episode of the second season of the Faith on Fire podcast, I wanted to take some time to first recap a little of what 2020 was, some of accomplishments as far as financial goals and successes and lessons learned, and then reset on some of the topics we'll be covering this year and just discuss some of the ways hopefully it's better and more helpful for anyone tuning in. So first, let me start by reintroducing myself. If you are listening for the first time, my name is Simone Brumel. I'm a CPA, believer in Christ, and just passionate about all things financial literacy. I started this podcast last year to share what I know and just use what God has given me to be helpful to everyone, to anyone who's tuning in, because I truly believe that we can be better with our finances. And I want to see my community, my peers have a better handle on their finances. And not only having a better handle, but I'm, I've been interested in the FIRE community or financial independence retire early for some time. And it's something that I have as a goal for myself. And I would love to see more people moving towards that. So this podcast, that's what we cover. Finances, financial literacy topics from a biblical money mindset. Now, last year covered a few different topics from Understanding your history with money to credit, debt management, and everything in between. And I'm excited to talk about more of that as well as new things this year. Like I said, I want to use this platform to educate and make it easier for people to understand personal finance and give them tips to improve their own situation. So my goal is to educate not only from what I know, but I also love to have guests who are subject matter experts in their own areas from investing to debt and legal expertise, 
everything in between. Just recognizing where even I have questions about. I like to bring people on to discuss that. So I thoroughly enjoy having guests and I'm really excited for the guests that will be on in the coming episodes. Not only is education a big part of why I do this podcast, but also to build community. I think finances are something we don't speak about in the right way. There's definitely a lot of putting on for social media and talking about accomplishments or kind of just the the bright lights of when we have money or doing nice things. But it's harder to build and have real conversations about finances and things that we should be doing. Even just talking about salary, how much you're making with close friends and family is difficult for some people. And I believe that if we're able to build community, whether one or two people you really trust or just having more informed conversations, it will help us all to be better managers of our finances. So The other part of this podcast is for me to share my journey, share my goals, what I'm doing or what I would like to do with my finances. One of the things learned from 2020 is even the best made plans can fail or you you really just don't know what, what each day will bring. So as best as possible, being transparent about what my financial goals are and how I'm achieving them and where I feel I've made mistakes. My overall goal is financial independence and what we'll talk a lot about and one of the themes that kind of runs throughout is that financial independence looks different depending on who you ask. And while there is a kind of dictionary definition or if you try to look it up, right, it's generally explained as the idea of being generally explained as the idea of not needing a salary or to to have to go to a job to be income sufficient but i think financial independence first is just an idea of what is enough for you what does contentment with your finances look like and and that's really like my main message and before going into budgeting and increasing your income and all of those things, it's first identifying and understanding what is enough. So while I'll I'll cover a lot of topics around money management, the mindset or how we think about money is really, really the important piece to me, especially as a believer where, where I've seen people have kind of a wide range of handling money from being scared or averse to making a lot of money to having this prosperity mindset where you believe that God is just going to give you everything if you sow a seed and you know all these different types of philosophies that can also leave you in a bad place. It's important to me that God's people truly understand how to be good stewards because When you read through the scriptures, the Bible talks about money a lot and Jesus himself gave quite a few parables about money management. So I believe it's something that's important for that reason. So when I think about financial independence in my own life and creating a definition for me, it's more of a a vision board 
in the sense of there's really just three main components or three things in my life that would determine this is enough or contentment for me. And I would say in some ways I already have that, but I want to get to a place financially where I am number one, debt free. I divide debt honestly in, in two categories. It's one mortgage and then everything else. So on the everything else side, being completely debt free. And then as far as my mortgage, paying it off faster than the standard 30 years. It's my goal there or my picture there is not to, you know, completely get rid of my mortgage in a set time, but just accelerating that as best as possible. The second area of financial independence or picture of financial independence for me is being able to travel and take vacations with family. I would say every year, but COVID has taught me that might not be as realistic. So the the goal there is really just to have set aside time of rest, relaxation, and and just fun and fellowship with the people in my life. Again, another COVID lesson is that life is short. And while I, I definitely want to manage money and make wise decisions, I also know that time and memories are important to me and are something I value. So wherever possible, being able to see the world and have experiences with family is a a part of my financial independence. I don't want to be in a place where I can't take a break or can't get away because of my finances. And the third is probably A and B when I think about it, but it's overall being able to be independent with my time. And, And what I mean by that is There's so many things I'm passionate about and want to do within my church community and and charitable organizations. I don't ever want to be in a position where I can't do those things. I can't take time to volunteer or take time to be a part of ministry in my church because I'm worried about my job or making money. Um, And part of that also includes home responsibilities. So... It's really about using my finances to make the most of my time. So if I can outsource any part of my responsibility and and afford that so I can use my time for what is important to me, that to me means I'm financially independent. Now, those three things aren't a, a number. I don't have a specific number or a timeline. It's really about how I want my life to look. And that's just how I view financial independence. Again, you'll read a lot of books. You'll listen to other kind of personal finance experts who have different opinions, you know, to say you need to have debt paid off or the specific number that is equivalent to, you know, some multiple of your lifetime expenses. And that is totally fine if you want to take that approach. There's nothing wrong with that. But I personally like to have a goal that speaks to the experience I want instead of a number. Because again, another COVID lesson is to to just be present. And I don't want to chase a goal or have this goal of financial independence that just kind of lurks over me and is almost unattainable. I like to think of myself as 
on a journey towards it and experiencing it in the process. Yes, I, I still have a mortgage and there's debt, but I'm enjoying my life and enjoying what I have and being content with what I have. And, and that feels like financial independence to me. And I really think that is what, that is part of being a good steward and what God has called us to be as stewards of what he's given us, not just money, but our time. And sometimes we can be so focused on stewarding money and getting to this specific number or goal that we forget to enjoy and appreciate the time that we have. So with that said, what are my specific 2021 goals? Another 2020 lesson is that I have to be flexible. When I look back at my goals from 2020, some of these are still kind of repeat from last year because some things I was able to achieve, some things I was not. And that's okay. What I truly appreciate about having a new year or a new month or just even a new week is that it's an opportunity to start over. And if you have made it to this year, no matter if you crossed off goals from last year or you didn't, you have an opportunity to do something for 2021, no matter what your vision was for the last year. So my my first goal is to increase or build back my emergency savings. So last year we did have to dip into our emergency savings a bit because of unexpected bills and situations from last year. So my first goal is to build back that emergency savings. My second goal is to pay off my student loans. So that is actually a goal from 2020. But again, when with everything going on and after the federal government suspended interest and payment requirements for student loans in the middle of the year, I used the opportunity to pay off other debt and to save, quite honestly. So where I typically would have been in a debt payment focused mindset, it really became a cash flow focus to just make sure, you know, if we had any unexpected things come up, we'd have money to use towards it. And since they weren't asking, we weren't paying. (laughs) So yeah, that, that goal has kind of rolled over to 2021 and I'm hopeful that I'll be able to, to cross that off for the new year. But again, still trying to keep a flexible mindset, right? And, and not get down on myself or, or feel kind of too overly disappointed when I'm not able to achieve a goal because of unexpected things. And then uh, my third financial goal for the year is to increase investment savings. So that one is kind of easier because I have automatic contributions to a 401k. So I know that will continue, but I also want to contribute outside of my 401k this year as well to kind of portfolio accounts, mutual mutual funds and things like that for 2021. So if you haven't already, I really encourage you to make some goals, write some things down. What do you want to accomplish? Even if you are wary about the future and don't know what to expect, I really think it's important to to make a goal, set something 
in front of you that you can achieve and and not just financial goals right this this is a financial podcast so i'm focusing on those but i definitely have personal goals right i love to read so i have a, a number of books i want to read this year and i try to challenge myself to read a certain number of books a month and maybe that's something you want to start off with you know reading x amount of books for the year maybe you have health goals whatever it is Um, i think making or setting goals is a great practice to have because it just teaches you discipline or allows you to practice your discipline right and if you find that you have trouble with accountability bring someone you trust alongside you to hold you accountable with health, fitness, finance, whatever it is, someone you can trust to be honest with you along the way. If reading is one of your goals, I would love it if you joined our book club. So I send monthly reading suggestions to your email box and where to find the book, whether for purchase or at the library, because you don't always have to buy your books. And yeah, we read along in kind of a self-driven manner there's no real meetups or kind of set date to meet but you can comment on my website as you've read it and leave your perspective one of the things i'm hoping to introduce this new year is starting to incorporate whether ig live or clubhouse and if you're never heard of that it's a pretty new social media app that's audio only so i found that to be a good way to have discussions without the pressure of being online per se and trying to find time you can kind of do other things in the backgrounds i think we're all pretty busy people so finding time to commit to a new club can be a little intimidating and i don't want this book club to be that i really just want to provide a space for people to read books curated by me so I I read all the books beforehand and just make sure it's in line with my beliefs and what I think would be really helpful for people quite honestly and if you agree or disagree with it I love to hear that feedback and people leaving that on the website and you can read at your own pace and on, on your own speed so Again, if if you want to be better with reading or improving your finances, I really encourage people to join the book club. I think it's a great place for us to build community and and kind of move towards a shared goal of, of reading and improved financial literacy. This month's book, we're reading Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin. And it's a really great mindset book, not specifically focused on making a budget or concrete to-dos even though it is you know nine steps to transform your life I find it to be more of a attitude adjustment than you know action items Um, but if you want to hear more and want to talk about it please please sign up the link is in my Instagram bio or you can head to faithonfirellc.com to sign up as well if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook it's Faith on Fire LLC on both platforms. I'm also on Twitter at SB Faith on Fire. And like I said before, I'm on Clubhouse. And if you're interested in talking or having conversations over there, 
can find me, Simone Bramell, on Clubhouse. I'm super excited for all that's in store for the new year. And if you have suggestions or ideas of things you want to hear, feel free to send a note to me on Instagram or on Twitter. Maybe I have it lined up as a topic this year, or maybe it's something I haven't thought of. So I would love to hear feedback from you guys and interact with you to make this a platform that's helpful for you. As always, I'm so grateful for you listening and tuning in. Tell a friend, tell a friend, make sure they're subscribed and following wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, take care and God bless.